Zoe's really comfortable because we're at her house today. <laughs> Wait, are y'all talking and I can't hear you or something? <laughs> you're having a full conversation and I can't. Zoe, you're in the same like room she's as high. us. I know. But... <laughs> I think it's the drink. Did the mocktails that you made us, were they really not mocktails? Because I also feel a little like drunk. <laughs> Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints You might think they're saints, but they Some of them are sisters Two of them have sisters But there's one thing that's for certain It's their sisters Hi guys, I'm Megan. I'm Hillary. I'm Kristen. I'm Zoe. Guys, this is a crazy episode. We're doing something this week that we've not ever done before. What? Oh my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> what have we never done? We've never not recorded at my house. Oh, true. Oh. Is that true? Yeah. I guess that's true. We yeah. did our initial our practice like our dry practice runs here. here. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, one time at Kristen's did. actually, remember? We at did. Mine? No. Yeah. Yes. One time we did. I wasn't there. Yes, you were. Was it was like the first time we no. ever got together and <laughs> I tried don't to think record. So. No. Yes. I remember I was sitting on her floor. I promise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And we just recorded it on, on a phone. Phone. Yep. Wait, what room? The, the living, living room. room. Yeah, that's right. Back when we were baby podcasters. Where mm-hmm. was my family? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> we also crazy. have a TBD. special guest who mm-hmm. might pop up from time to time. Yep. Her name is Goose. Hi, Goose. Hi, Goose. Hi, everyone. Oh, okay. So I have a weird question for y'all this week. Okay. Okay. So I was watching a show this week and I heard a woman reference that she put her dress on and she was like, it fit. I think she was, I don't remember exactly what she was talking about, but she was like, it fit. I was able to get it up over me. And I thought, do people put dresses on from their feet up? No. Oh, I always do. Really? really? I do from my head over. Yeah. But sometimes you can't. Like, it's tight if around it's your chest. Dress, you have you kind of have to go. Oh, I guess. First. Yeah, That's I was true. thinking, like, a zip. What, what other, I guess. Uh, if it's a stretchy dress, you go in from the bottom. But if it's a zip dress, you have to step into it. Because it's only mm. meant to, That's like, true. open for your hips, not for. Right. That's true. Okay, yeah. Some I do step into, but it just depends how it's made. Some well, you can I feel like I always go over. I always step in. Hmm. Well, I guess official. I think I more often go over, but there are some zip up that I step in. Yeah, this woman just said it like that's just what she does. And I was just like, that's weird. I don't know that I would ever step into a dress. But if you have a... I mean, unless form, it's like a ball gown. If you have a form-fitting dress, uh-huh. you can't put it the opposite way because it can't go past your hips. You have to pull it on it's because its opening is only at one place. But either way, it's going over your hips. No, but because it's stopping right there. And if you had to pull down the whole thing mm-hmm. and get the skinniest part that's at the bottom over your hips, it wouldn't go because the zipper's only going to, like, to your butt. But I think there's a science. I think if you, you have a form-fitting zip-up dress, you wouldn't... I mean, you would know this is like your job, how yeah. to dress people. So this I is feel, nodding with... Yeah. So I feel inclined <laughs> to believe you, I'm but... I'm getting her vote. Because I'm thinking if I put it on over my head... It's going over uh, under my hips. 
I don't well, probably because most casual dresses you're putting on over your head just kind of lay on top of your hips. Mm-hmm. But like a more, like they said, form fitting that zips up is different. I think I'm going to have to see someone put a dress shoulders. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a good question for the Instagram. A okay. poll of how you get into your dress. Yeah, that's the weird thing we'll make Zoe do on our Instagram this week. <laughs> we'll have her try on a form fitting <laughs> dress. Weird, a weird naked thing for yeah. Zoe to do. Yeah. Well, this week I was planning on talking about booze, boats, and the unintended impact of each of those things on our lives as women. Booze and boats? Boats. Wow. I don't know that I... I thought you were going to talk about like on our individual, like the four of us, how it affects our lives. It does. It impacts... Well, all of our lives. Yeah. So it's like a choose your own adventure. What do you want to hear about first? Boats or booze? I want to hear about how boats affect me because I don't feel like boats affect me at all. I know. You wouldn't think so. Boats affect you a lot. Yeah. Boats definitely affect you. Oh, they do. Okay, let's oh, do both. It's like a huge part of your life. Yeah, because you're so motion sick. Well, also, <laughs> you, your dad has a boat and you Everything go on you cruises every other day. Comes on a boat. You love oh. boats. Yeah, boats impact your life more than you know, as I, like, I recently learned. I like that song, um, I'm on a boat, yeah. Oh. No, that's not how okay. that goes. How does it go? <laughs> I've not like heard that, that song. I couldn't think of it, but I didn't think anybody else would song? know it. Yeah. yeah. How does it go? I mean, it was it was the right idea. I'm on a boat. Yeah, it's going fast. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. the right words. <laughs> what beat. song is that? I've never You've heard, never heard that song. No. It's really good. Y'all weren't Lonely Island fans. I, what is Lonely Clearly Island? I was. Oh wow. No, I meant James and Kristen. Oh, oh. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, so. a- a- Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. Um, his band. Oh, is he the SNL guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Oh my God, that yeah, one good. song, classic. What's Dick that, in a um, box. Well, obviously, but what's that one that's um like sports? We like sports and we don't care who knows. No, the one about the dad, maybe. I really feel great today. That does sound familiar. <laughs> it's so good. It's the like a... I don't know why, but today I feel like I'm going to have a great day. So much joy in my life. <laughs> and yada, yada, yada. Peter is <laughs> screaming. Yeah. If he ever listens to this episode, he loves so or loved. Is it a fake band or like a real? No, they're real. I don't know why, but today I feel like it's going to be a great day. Okay. So anyways, Hillary and I aren't going to be able to get off of this until we figure it out. I don't know why, but today feels like it's going to be a great day. Can we call Peter? I don't know why, but today feels like it's going to be a great day. I just had sex. That's not it. No, no. And then there's throw it on the ground. Throw it on the ground. That's Mm. from this song. Mm. I don't know why, but today feels like it's going to be a good day. (laughs) Maybe it's the beginning of the song. And then it's like, throw Throw it it on on the the ground. ground. Like a boss. Is that a different one? I don't think that's the same. There's a song called Great Day. That's it. (laughs) It's got to be it. I don't know why, but today feels like it's going to be a great day. (laughs) I don't know what you're singing. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it on the ground is another good one, too. Just in my pants. Yeah, that's a good one. I can't believe, Chris, you don't know this band. Lazy Sunday is what I was trying to think oh, of. I don't know when if I know that one. Lazy Saint Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon, mm. call Parnell just to see how mm. he's doing. Yeah. I can't believe Chris doesn't know that. No, never heard of the band. I'm okay. on a boat and yeah, it's, it's going, going fast and I've got a nautical theme because she's an Afghan. I've never, ever heard on the boat like Leo. If you know the shore, then you're sure not Mio. All right, so we're on a boat and... Okay, booze and boats. And we chose boats. Yes. And you want to know how that impacts your life every day? Yes. You as an Amazon ordering woman. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, and also someone that drives in traffic every day. 
all of us as Amazon ordering women. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, okay. the collective you. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. It's pointed. <laughs> it Especially did. that yeah. one. You. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. There's this thing called the Jones Act that requires any domestic and waterborne shipping of goods has to be conducted on vessels that are built, owned, flagged, and crewed by Americans, which means anything we ship across the country like we could have more direct ways of getting it there. But because all of those things have to be true, mm-hmm. it turns out to be really, really expensive mm-hmm. and shipping would be super expensive. So um, it says to do that, we would have to build a container ship in the US, which is five times more than abroad. Transporting crude oil is three times as much. So only time, like the only time that we actually do this is to ship to Hawaii or Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um so what that means for us is that we have to use land-based transportation like trucks and trains, and we could instead use the 360 ports we have. Mm. So you could, like, instead of having to put it on a truck or a train, you put it on a ship from, like, Boston to New York, which would save all of that, like, smog and traffic that's accumulating on all of the interstates across the country mm-hmm. and adds time to commutes. They say that... um it's causing more wear and tear on our like U.S. infrastructure, more traffic, higher risk of accidents, all kinds of dangerous chemicals and materials are going through urban areas, increased environmental harms. And like when things happen to places like Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. there are so many rules about what ships we can use that like when Hurricanes Maria and Fiona hit the hit Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. 99% of cargo ships couldn't even help. And the rule is from 1920. It's over 100 years old. Are they talking about changing it now? No, not no. at all. Oh. No, there was just a big piece in the Atlantic about this, about how this obscure maritime law is impacting us as consumers and how we, if we addressed it, maybe we could address like the shipping costs and time and keep like our roads and infrastructure and all of that stuff. What's more the law? intact. I think I missed that part. It's called the Jones Act. But do we know what's in it? Yes. It requires that any domestic waterborne shipping of goods be conducted on vessels that are built, owned, flagged, and crewed oh, by Americans. Okay. I see that. Mm, and they're just okay. too expensive so for us. In America. Just prefer not to do it because it's much cheaper. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, you can't even build the boat like in Europe where it would be so much cheaper. The boat actually has to be built in America. It's like so many things they put into place to like hire American. Right, from 100 years ago. Yeah, and it was... And it was like a good intent behind it because you want to like hire American and promote American products. But now what they're saying is that if you actually look at the cost of this and the Mm -hmm. cost of shipping things and the wear and tear on our infrastructure and like the risk of these like train derailments with all these hazardous chemicals Mm -hmm. that like if we could maybe move that out to sea where it's more contained. I feel conflicted about this because, um, yeah, because, and I don't know necessarily why, but I feel very passionate about the trucking industry. Why? It's so dangerous for us. it's really harmful. It is so dangerous for... (laughs) There's so many more accidents. For everybody. I know, know. but I just do feel passionate about it because I do feel like it gives a lot of job opportunities to people who wouldn't necessarily be able to make that kind of money anywhere else but what they're saying is that people because like that could get a job on these boats and instead of yeah. being on the road all the time which is such a dangerous career like sitting down is so dangerous that they could be on a ship and just going from like new york to boston boston to charleston you know like they could have yeah but they would safer yeah but lives. so many of these truckers are owner operators they like own their own business so I don't know. I just feel very passionate about the trucking industry. Do you know that or did you just read the back of a truck? 
No. <laughs> no, I've spent a lot of time, um, not so much anymore, but back in the early days of my career on the road. And I just have a very a lot of respect for truckers. I have nothing against truckers, but I think they should be on their own highway. It's so dangerous for cars well, that are like a tenth of their size. Yeah, but that's not their fault. I mean, yeah, they should have their own highway. I actually invented this thing in my brain several years ago <laughs> that there should be premium highways. That and it's I called a toll road. My <laughs> God, you sound like such a conservative. I need a special highway for my car. Yeah, so I don't have to deal with these peasants, and I'll pay extra for it. Yeah, I wish we had like toll roads in Tennessee because th- that's what I want. That's uh, what Bill Lee's proposing with his Lexus lanes. Oh, maybe you're a supporter <laughs> of his. I think you're a fan of Bill Lee. Well, I just think that there should be an alternate highway option for people who choose maybe to pay. It. Maybe it's the ocean for the freight and the dangerous chemicals. No, there should just be a separate one for truckers. And no, that would change the roads for everybody else. No, would I would like to, to leave more. the roads as is for truckers and make a better road for me. Here's the problem. Yeah, but that's is- not fair. They should make a better road for all of us and leave the other road to the truckers. The people that are employing the truckers, like Amazon, mm-hmm. they don't pay taxes. So they're not even contributing well, to their fair share thing. of upkeep on these infrastructures that they're abusing. Yeah, definitely. And I don't have a counterpoint for that, but <laughs> I just feel passionate about truckers and the opportunities that it gives people. Yeah, they're nice people. Well, yeah. for sure, I'm they're not nice against people. I mean, most of, them, most of them are nice people. There's some not nice truckers. But yeah, there's definitely an underbelly of trucking that's a little you're talk- harmful. You're thinking about lot lizards, aren't you? Not necessarily that. I'm thinking about how they get so many blood clots by sitting down for so long. And it's just such a terrible like. Yeah, it's a very grueling job. I don't know. It's just funny. Like there's so many old laws in the books that like who's looking at this stuff until the Atlantic covers it. It is. Yeah, it is funny. If you go and look at like obscure laws, there's like some really weird stuff still out there. That's like two women can't live in a house together. Yeah, you can't chew gum on the sidewalk and like weird stuff like that. Okay, so you want to move to booze? Yeah. What's happening there? Hit us with the booze. Are they related? These are both things that affect us a lot. Speaking of booze. They're not really related except that it's Mm -hmm. like the younger generations I think that'll be impacted by it more. Us bitches Mm. are impacted by these things. Give a shout out to what are we drinking? To our new sponsor. Desois. Katy Perry. (laughs) Katy Perry's non-alcoholic mocktails De, I'm probably not saying this right. Deswa. Deswa. I don't know. Looked French to me. I like how you're like, give it to Goose. She'll know. Cuban. <laughs> Ecuador. Chilean. Wow. wow. Some friend. <laughs> not even close at Chilean all. Chilean or Ecuador. <laughs> Chilean Cuba. <laughs> like one's a Caribbean. Wait, they, Chile. But- okay, that's why I said one that started with a C. <laughs> Sure. I knew it started with the C. <laughs> At least she didn't say like Colorado Re- or something. In French. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was French. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're going to be our sponsor, I think we need to know how to pronounce it and Deswa. if it's French or Spanish. Okay, well, I found these drinks. Someone showed me these a week ago and they're so good. And we're all, not all, mm-hmm. most of us are drinking them tonight mm-hmm. and they have L theanine and other things in them and they taste like cocktails, but there's no alcohol and it's so fun. Gen Z is and millennials now are moving toward being sober curious have you heard that term no yeah i have there's yeah. a whole book about it yeah really? there is there is it was written by this lady named ruby warrington is that the like sober woman yes or something she founded a club in new york city and started this movement the club's called club soda nyc and she wrote a book called sober curious and basically she's trying to promote this idea that we can have it all without alcohol and <laughs> i like that yeah i know it's interesting have but, it all without alcohol I, <laughs> you're into I, that. I don't even <laughs> i don't even you are drunk <laughs> i know i don't know what's in the mocktails <laughs> that's that elf theanine getting to me um 
So in 2016, mm-hmm. there was a Parisian it girl named Louise Delage. Mm-hmm. She was Instagram famous. Everyone wanted to be here. She was always out on the rooftops, on yachts, with her alcohol. As it turns out, it was a fictionalized influencer. And it was created by this French addiction support agency called Addict Aid to show how deceptively glamorous it can look to like be this influencer that's drinking all Boozing the time. It up yeah. And, and they wanted to see how many followers they could get, how much they could promote this image of this like fun, drinking, carefree girl. Mm-hmm. So it was really successful and it won 17 Lions at Cannes Film Fest. Mm. So they did a whole thing on it. And that sort of promoted, it led to Ruby Warrington kind of following up on it. And she's the one that wrote the book. But basically, it's catching on with Gen Z and millennials. The drinking levels are the lowest they've ever been in those generations. Mm. Um, it initially went up over the pandemic by like 40%, of course, in like the early months of the we pandemic. We were bored. Mm-hmm. People were bored and lonely and scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they're asking is that everyone sort of reflects on your relationship with alcohol before you have a problem with it. Yeah, it's hip not to drink. It's called Stylishly Sober, mm-hmm. and that it's a privilege to be sober curious. This is what they're saying, mm-hmm. that because if you have a real problem, you could never really like examine your relationship with alcohol. I mean, I think it's a good idea for you to figure out your relationship with alcohol before, before you have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, because so many of us have alcoholism in our family. And mm-hmm. so it's important to like know that and know why you're drinking and when you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And they say it's just become such a takeover on our culture, like the mommy wine every mm-hmm. night. Like every time you're in a group of moms, they're always like, I can't wait for my wine tonight. You know, and the joke is they have these huge, you know, glasses that mm-hmm. they fill with the whole bottle. And I don't know, like stuff like that has sort of like become more pervasive in our culture. Mm-hmm. And it's just asking people to kind of think about like what life could be like without drinking. But here's some facts. Mm-hmm. They say that nearly 30% of young people in England are sober at this point, between 16 and 24. And that's the highest it's ever been. And then lifetime abstainers rose to 17%. And the binge drinking rates are down from 43% to 28% for in the last decade. So there's definitely like this noticeable trend of people that are younger not moving into drinking as a lifestyle. But do we think that also has something mm-hmm. to do with younger people uh, smoking more pot. Yeah, they yeah, do say I that. It's, say that they do yeah. say it's correlated, um, and they say that that's actually healthier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and Canada just did some new research that says that there's no safe level of alcohol. Hmm. They say that in Canada they're saying basically like two drinks a week. That's it, and it's wine or beer. Anything above that is terrible for you. Mm-hmm. That's what Canada yeah, that the red wine isn't. Yeah, actually doing anything for you. That's true. Yeah, that's my next thing. Actually, they say that. Um, your risk of diabetes goes down by a quarter if you don't drink. Your proteins linked to cancer fall by 70%. And that it decreases your blood pressure, stroke, heart de- disease, digestive tract cancer, breast cancer, and more than 200 other diseases, diabetes, insulin resistance, liver disease, etc. if you don't drink. Wow. All right. I mean, it is a poison. Yeah. It is. But for so, so long, the like what they kind of told us yeah. was like a little red wine helps your heart. Yeah. Like it's good for mm-hmm. you. And now basically like Canada's the strictest. They're saying two drinks a week max, but really like no alcohol is good for you. America will never say that because. <laughs> no, America's never going to say that. We're, we're paid by lobbyists. But uh, England is saying it too. Um, so it's just interesting to see like some of the research coming out. I guess it's hard for me to relate to because I don't feel like I have obviously an unhealthy relationship with alcohol. I've always said I don't really enjoy the taste of alcohol, 
Like I would never sit at home and just want to have like a glass of wine. If I'm drinking like three times a year, I want to get like drunk, like wasted drunk and have a really great night. But then I don't care to drink day to day. Like I don't need a drink at dinner. I don't I don't care for that because I don't enjoy the taste enough. Yeah. They were talking. I just want to get drunk and have fun. One thing they mentioned was gray area drinking where it's not like you're drinking every day. You're not binge drinking. It's just sort of like examining Mm -hmm. when you need it. Like, do you need it as a social lubricant? Do you need it to go out and have fun? Are you constantly meeting for like, I don't know. They mentioned this term called gin o'clock, which I've never been invited to one. So I don't know if that's a real thing. (laughs) But gin o'clock. Yeah. Like, oh, like gin. Yeah. You just meet for gin at is that like o'clock? I guess it's yeah. o'clock. I guess it's like just like happy hour. Yeah. Like yeah, I think that was like maybe the English term for it or something. That but makes sense. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that Bumble, mm-hmm. the dating app, mm-hmm. added that it's so common now that one third of users are now looking for dry dates. Well, I and think I, that's great. Yeah, and younger generation will just be healthier and yeah. hopefully less addicted. Yeah, they said their primary motivation was they're more focused on their mental health, mm-hmm. their Definitely. moods, and their overall well being. Yeah. And they can't afford it like other generations <laughs> have been able to. In the, so that does help, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they said one generation is not buying in at all because, you know, what's popular is like dry January and yeah. sober October. Um, boomers do not participate in that at all. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And yeah. boomers like sales are still up. Mm-hmm. Well, Millennials and Gen Z is dropping and boomers are just raging. I mean, that makes sense. They're just not open to change and the messaging was so different yeah you know they still think that it is healthy and that you can manage it and right well and a lot of them are probably addicted yeah (laughs) well that's the other thing is they're saying so many more people have a drinking problem Mm -hmm. and they're not even aware of it yeah oh definitely i can think of people mm -hmm. that drink too much yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and probably don't even realize like probably don't even realize they don't think that they do right Yeah. yeah yeah they say even things like if you're going out to eat and you're always like Where's the drink menu? Mm. Like first thing, you know, just like little things just kind of change your shift in thinking, like asking yourself, like subconsciously, like what is motivating me to do that? And do I do it a little bit less? My friend just sent me a Nashville's first booze free beverage shop. It's Ooh. called Killjoy. Oh, and I was wow. looking and I thought it was like a bar, but its hours are Wednesday and Thursday. 11 to 3 and Friday and Saturday 11 to 6. So it's not open late. Is it like a soda shop? That sounds perfect for us. Yeah, like a it has alcohol-free wines. Okay. It looks like oh. a it looks like a wine shop. Looks like a spirit shop. But you oh, don't okay. I bet they have Katy Perry's mocktails. Oh, I bet. So. And you know who else? Blake Lively has some too called really? Betty Buzz. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be good too. But um I guess a disclaimer with this is this excludes anyone that has an actual drinking problem it's not that easy to just be right. like i'm sober curious mm-hmm. there's also a term alcoholism called, is a disease yeah and there's a term called sober serious those people abstain completely sober curious they may have a drink here or there mm-hmm. but like if you're if actually struggling with a drinking problem i know you can't quit cold turkey So kind of speaking about not drinking, that is a goal for some people to stop drinking. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to bring a challenge to you guys today. Oh, Hillary and her challenges. So I was watching. What do we have to do now? Do we have to flex our hips? Do we have to (laughs) expose our butts to the sun every day? What? Uh, That's great. I think you should do that. Um, 
I watch How I Met Your Father, which mm-hmm. is the like remake now of How I Met Your Mother. But they had an episode recently called Rewardishment. 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 And it is where they kind of, you know how their thing is like they're always like going like back to the past mm-hmm. and having like flashbacks and whatnot. So two of the characters talked about this college ritual they had where they had 48 hours. You could set any time, but they had 48 hours to a attempt to complete various tasks in order to achieve a group rewardishment Mm. and so the thing is is that as a group you would decide like okay so in the episode like hillary duff had never got her driver's license and they're like you have to do it and she's like okay well if i have to finally get my driver's license then you need to finally learn to shave and then they're like they're all calling each other out for things they didn't know how to do and they're like well i don't say that and they're like well fine (laughs) if i have to learn to shave then then so and so has to finally stand up to the co-worker she can't stand they're all calling Mm -hmm. each other out and then they have this blast to the past of like oh we did this in college this rewardishment and it's where you have a certain amount of time say 48 hours to complete a task or learn a new skill whatever it is you've been putting off and if every Everybody does it, then everybody gets a reward, the same reward. So it could be if we all do it, then we finally, then we're all going to go eat at Restoration Hardware, or oh. we're all going to go buy new shoes, or we're going to go do oh, something we've can all. Can it be the dry bar thing? The, um, yeah, we can't buzz go to kill. dry bar until no, we. Buzzkill, what's it, what was it called? Killjoy. 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 Buzzkill buzz kill. a good name for one, too. <laughs> Killjoy? That's but kill you time. have, it, it's, a, it's a certain time frame. And yeah. if you don't do it, you can't do the reward. Yeah ever but it's called rewardishment because if one person out of the group doesn't do it everyone has to do the punishment yeah <gasps> what's the punishment it could be anything so on the episode their reward was megan would this would be a punishment for her but their reward was they were having the ultimate slumber party <laughs> where they all put all their mattresses together and had like a room full of mattresses and had a sleepover and the punishment was because they hang out and work at a bar was that they have to drink all the like drippings and the Uh, and shot glasses was their punishment oh so as a group you decide on the your challenge for the time frame what the group reward and the group punishment is and it and it helps because then everybody wants the reward doesn't want the punishment so you're helping everyone complete their task and making sure they do it all right so what would be if we had a time frame that you had to complete a challenge of some sort okay. what would it be what do you need to do or what do you think someone else are we deciding do? on our time frame first or our challenge first I think it depends on what the challenges are okay well, i know what my challenge is okay what challenge do you want uh finally get kitchen hardware for my cabinets oh, oh that's you do a need good to do one. that i can't believe i didn't and think of that for i you. know that's a good one and i think just ordering for you is fine yeah I think no ordering. i think she's got to order it and put it on no, because... Well, I can't right now because... Oh, excuse some already. Stuff. Yeah. Well, they're sanding right there. Like, and they're doing mud and sanding on the joints in my ceiling right yeah, there. Yeah, but not forever. I mean, that's I like kind a, of agree. the next week. You, you do have to install them. So you can yeah. have two weeks. Yeah. Have a week okay. to order. Because they'll they be there through the end of next on. week, maybe a little longer. But you can order them and you could get them installed. And you could have okay. one of us You can install... Over. I could install them yeah, for you in five on. minutes. Yeah, they're okay. easy to install. You gotta you gotta install them or else they'll sit in a bag in your house for six months. Like two weeks. Okay, two weeks. Are we all saying two weeks? Well, it well, has to because yeah, we all have to have the same time is. frame. Oh, God. Okay, Zoe, what's yeah. yours? Um, okay, I have two. And I think one is more doable because one, it would involve ordering something mm-hmm. and painting. So I just don't think that's possible. Okay, so the first one is installing the baseboards in the guest bedroom. Hmm, because I just, <laughs> I just cleaned it all up. I got all the rotting wood out. I bought the baseboards. They're down there and the nail gun is sitting there. I just need, I needed something else. That's why I couldn't 
do it. You should do that. You'll feel good when that's done. Have you been putting that off for a long time? Um, Well, I just ripped the baseboards off last week. So no. After the flood. Like, I feel like yours should be that you have to bathe Kobe. You've been putting that off for two years. Oh, yeah. Take him Kobe. to Tractor Supply. That's Kobe all I have to do dog. is give my dro- dog some drugs and bathe him. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you're the not going to do this it. Is, this is a punishment for the dog. And you know what I think? No, he knows he What's stinks. Kobe's reward? I think you should have to take him to Tractor Supply and do like a good professional bath on him. Mm-hmm. I hate it. it but but Fine, you can strap great. him in. I don't have to put the baseboards on the <laughs> guest room. Yeah. No, I think you've got to take him to Tractor Supply and bathe him. And by the way, Kobe is her dog. <laughs> it's not like it's not like a like hidden boyfriend or something she's got that we're making Take her that man to tractor supply strap <laughs> him, down, him down hose him down, hose him down. He stinks <laughs> you haven't bathed okay, him in fine. two years i will bathe kobe in the next two weeks okay hillary so mine i think is kind of lame too so i mm. will probably need your own input because mine is just something i've it is something i've been trying to do for years that i'm getting worse and worse at is going to bed and early and getting up early no i sleep boring. in every single on. night okay, a day hillary, i know that's what i said no, it's boring i knew and okay. also you get up early every day not yeah i no. think there's something else small but impactful that you, you get could up do. at like 7 a.m every day six i need to get up at like six yeah i'm running mm. late every single day no. and going to bed too late okay so what could hillary do what has hillary been putting off buy a minivan mm. well i mean I have to do that because we're <laughs> carless. But could you do it in but two weeks? But also, it's debatable if I could mm. do it in two weeks. Yeah, and I feel like that's I feel like that's too easy because I feel like it's something she wants to do and has to do. Yeah. What's something you've been putting Done. up around your house? <laughs> Did we think of something for you? I have one. Okay, tell us yours, and then we can come back to me. <sighs> I don't want to say it. I don't want it to be that. <laughs> what is it? So, do y'all have any other ideas? No, tell us yours first. I've already we'll just- told y'all. Did we want? You- oh, make a dentist. Go appointment. to the dentist. Mm-hmm. I will. Ca- I will make the appointment for you. Oh, it's not making the appointment. That's the problem. It's going. It's going. Did you cancel the last appointment you made? I never called him back. Did they call you? Yeah. Did they leave a message? Yeah. And you didn't. Okay, just do it. If I can go to the dentist, Megan, you can go. What if you go to the dentist and I bathe the uh, Kobe? I think you should go and we'll one of us can go with you and hold your hand. Do you want us all to go with you? <laughs> I'll give you a theme. And you have to go with no pants on. <laughs> I'm going to have to be like knocked out. Oh, I wonder if I could take one of the dog's sedatives. Wait, wait, you wait. Can. Are you going to go to the are you going to go to a regular one or are you going to go to the car when they knock you out? I don't know. I'm going to make some phone calls and I guess see how I feel. Okay. Maybe, can I set up like a a meet and greet? Do they do that? Listen, yeah, you. I could call my dentist. She is so sweet and lovely. She has lip filler. She gets Botox. <laughs> She'll ask lots of questions. She's very kind. And their um, hygienists know me and they use the baby tools on me. They're very sweet. And it's so quick. She really sugarcoats everything. She's very sweet. And mm. she does not. And has lip filler. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a qualifier. No, I just think we'll like, like her a little yeah. more. I know. I just think it's funny that we throw that out for <laughs> Megan. You'll like her. She also has lip filler. <laughs> okay. So in two weeks, Megan will have to, what, make a dentist appointment or go to the dentist? Uh, assuming they have an appointment available. Okay. Let's say they don't. Then what is. She has ch- to make the appointment and, and then she'll just have to promise to go. All right, we need to think of me. Yeah, what can Hillary do? I texted Peter to ask what mm-hmm. I need to get done that I haven't yet, and he said to get our bed fixed because the one they sent through West Elm's broken, and I'm supposed oh. to contact them, and I haven't, and to get Luna's passport. 
but those mm. aren't great challenges. Those I do good. need to They're do necessary, those. though. They are necessary, and I have been putting them off. Yeah. They are necessary, but yeah, it's like They're nothing not really that like, like that betters you. Well, it's yeah. things that are ne- like my cabinets aren't bettering me, but it's just something yeah. I need to do. But it just doesn't feel hard enough. What could Hillary do? I'll try every coffee shop in Nashville <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> There's got to be something. What you just are already perfect. I'm just. There's nothing to improve upon. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I think the bed's a good one. Bed or the passport. Either one. I feel like passport's hard. I mean, it's not like this is... The com- passport would be hard to do in two weeks. We are going out of the country soon, and she doesn't have a passport or a, Hillary, an updated one. Challenge. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I think it's delayed right now. And yeah. yeah. They're delayed by like We're two months. We're leaving in six weeks. Oh. No, longer than that. Okay, your passport. That's yeah, yeah. Gotta you're going to have to expedite it, too. You got to get all your papers, all your documents. I just saw there's like a six week delay. Get Luna to the. Luna might not be able to go to Canada with us. (laughs) Okay. All right. So Hillary's got to get a passport for her daughter. I've got to go to. Why does mine. Mine's the worst. I just want to like find something in my house. There's stuff I have to fix in my house. I should clean out my guest room closet. Then pick that. No, you want to do that. Um, Okay. So what's our reward if we all succeed? I don't know, but I should get something extra better than y'all because I'm going to be in pain. Mm -hmm. Group reward. You're not going to be in pain. Okay, group reward, restoration hardware dinner. Slumber party at Megan's house. <laughs> that could be the punishment, but it would only be punishment for you. <laughs> I'd be like locked in my room miserable and y'all are out there like pillow fighting. And <laughs> Yeah, I've still never been to restoration hardware, so. You've you never been? been? Hillary goes all the time. Where, do, I, where I, are you? I do. That's so weird. How have you never been with anywhere. us? Huh. Have you even been with your parents? Okay, restoration hardware party. And That'll be really fun. And then um, Punishment. Punishment. Everyone has to wash Kobe. Oh, then you just get your chore done. You'll just purposely not do yours, so we all have to help you wash them. I mean, we could drink all the drippings at my dad's bar. Oh, God. We all have to work out. We do that anyway. We're all trying to do together. No, like an actual punishment to keep us. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe drinking the drippings is a good one. Right. I feel like it's got to be something disgusting. It's got to be something bad. I won't do that, though. All right. Then what's a punishment? Goose, you have any ideas of what's a punishment? What's something we all really hate? (gasps) We have to go on a hike together. We have to donate money. No, to 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 Billy. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, because then it has to be. Look, guys, you're all trying to think of a punishment you like kind of want to do. It has to be something you don't want to do. It's a punishment, exactly. But wait, can we donate money to Billy right now? He's I'm in office. I don't think so. Boom. I don't think what we about can. Trump? He's, his yeah. campaign okay. is open. Yeah. We have to donate to his What campaign. did I say I was going to do? Bathe Kobe. Yeah. I'm a, I got to do it this weekend. Okay. What's the dollar amount that we donate to Trump if we... $100 Even just saying that is terrible. So 25 each. So 25 each. We donate yeah. $100 if we lose to Trump. I'm washing Kobe. You're going to the dentist. Yeah. Hardware. Kitchen cabinets. <laughs> Kitchen cabinets ordering. You're doing Luna's your passport. passport. Okay, I Not ordering, ordering and, a, and putting on. But we'll yeah. help her for that. With yeah. That because. And yeah. for Megan, we're going to do our best to get her teeth cleaned in two weeks. Yeah. And then what about the passport? Like what mm. has to be done in two it weeks? It has to be submitted. Thing, to submitted. Nail it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to be on top Poor of each other. Kobe, his punishment is our reward. Like he's the only <laughs> one suffering <laughs> no, from this. No, give him a reward no, after. I am suffering. Should we... Get Take to our advice. Advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I just met and started dating a guy about two months ago. Everything has been wonderful. I cannot tell you how much this man is the man of my dreams. We've moved fairly quickly and have already met each other's families. The problem is he told me a couple weeks into dating that he has a rare terminal disease. He is not expected to live past the age of 28. We are currently 25. When he told me about this a couple of weeks into dating, I was obviously concerned but didn't expect to have such intense feelings so quickly. As things progressed, he has started talking about marriage and our future together, and I'm not sure how to proceed. Do I cut things off knowing that we realistically do not have a future together? Do I stay knowing this is the man of my dreams and our life together will be cut short? Uh, depends if you depends are in serious. love or not. Yeah, it depends on how serious you are about him. Yeah. I think if you don't want to get married for and, be, and have to deal with losing him, mm-hmm. you don't have that kind of love, then you should end it now. Mm-hmm. But I mean... She could, if you're really in love with him and you, it's worth having those couple of years together, then it's worth it. Yeah. I also think he might understand if you said, I can't like fully commit to a relationship, but I want to be friends and like be close friends. Mm -hmm. But I still want to like have this time to find my life partner. Mm -hmm. And I just don't have that option with you, but I want you in my life. You can still be in my life. I think that might be okay to say. Yeah, unless he's really in love with her, then it might not work. Yeah, he might not be receptive to it. Goose? She should proceed with her feelings, but also be practical. I mean, does he have good life insurance? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure no 25-year-old man has bought life insurance. They're not that mature. Think about it. Yeah, 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 I was, um, I don't know my thoughts about this because I feel like, yeah, obviously it is hard to say you're in love with this person and you he's the man of your dreams you say so i feel like you would i would do it i would stay because i mean yes it's gonna be sad it's gonna be terrible to lose your life partner but it's like do you want to be sad now or be sad later yeah, I think you just have to know how serious you are. A man would break up with that woman immediately. Oh, yeah. oh Only 100%. a woman would do this with a man dying. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But like, it's just, I mean, that is sad. And like, what does he do? I mean, he wants a life partner, even if his life is going to be short. He won't tell the next one. I, right, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I followed a mom, mm-hmm. local mom, who was single and had, you know, three kids and started dating this guy. And a couple months into dating, she got diagnosed with terminal cancer. Mm-hmm. And they stayed together until she passed. Wow. That's well, really hard. Yeah, but that's not the majority of men. I'm just saying yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it scenario that really did happen. And mm-hmm. it was really, I like followed their whole story. It was sad, but it was like beautiful also. Yeah. Like, you know, they had their whole thing and it was nice. And I would think like, I mean, it's hard to look back now to when Peter and I were first dating. But like mm-hmm. now, if I knew I only had like a few years with him, even in the beginning, I think I would have stayed. It would have been worth it to have that time with him than right. to not have it at all. I, right. I feel like you would always wonder like, and yeah, I mean, it's and also and I'm this might be morbid to say, but you're still young. So say he dies at 28. You that's still really young. You still have a lot of life to live. Yeah. You do. You just have to know you're going to have a trauma to heal. Exactly. Yeah, it will be traumatic. It's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really have to think about it. It's going to affect the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess you even have to think about it as far as I don't know if he wants kids or you want kids, but I mean, do you bring kids into this? I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot to it's a lot to think about, but I don't know that there's a wrong or right thing to do. And no, I, I don't to think follow so your either. heart mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever feels right. I think if you're asking the question, though, it kind of makes me think there's a little bit of doubt there. Like you 
I don't know. Like, I feel like if you knew you were 100% all in, you wouldn't have asked the question. Yeah, possibly. But she is young and mm-hmm. I'm sure scared. They've mm-hmm. only been together a couple, a couple months. months said. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Do you mean to ask my question? Sure. Uh, my friend invited me to church, but I'm not religious at all. How can I politely say no? Hmm. He sent me a long email inviting me. I read through all of it, but I never replied because I don't know how to let him know I'm not interested. If he invites me again, I don't really know what to say. Would it be disrespectful if I said no? A no is a complete sentence. Just yeah, but the no. question is, is it disrespectful? No. Nope. Yeah, because she apologized. She didn't want to hurt his feelings. It's a, she's having weird boundary issues that yeah. she can't say no. If no is a complete you sentence. And you don't want to go, just say no. It's not rude ever to say no. If well, you're not comfortable doing something, it's not rude. I think she's just worried about like the delivery hurting his feelings. But the delivery... And I think uh, that's fair to worry about. I don't think that it is because I think it's unfair for him to pressure her to go to church when she's already said no. Yeah, because if that's what's happening... I don't then, think she did. He just invited her once. But then he'll understand if she just says no. I don't, she's just being a weird chicken. Well, I don't yeah. think... I have a feeling her issue is not just saying no. It's the fact that he invited her to church. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like we live in an area where most of the people go to church. And if someone asks you... People are very like, oh, where do you go to church? Mm -hmm. Because they assume everybody goes and you kind of feel awkward or guilty if you're like, I don't go or I don't have a church. And I bet that's more of what it is, is that she doesn't want to say she doesn't want to go to church specifically. But that's what I'm saying. That's her Mm -hmm. issue. I don't think. Right. Because I'm trying to think of myself, which I mean, again, I'm like a different breed of person. But like if someone close to me, like say Zoe was like, Megan. It's just, it's really important to me. I've I've got this church home. There's great people there. I think you'd really like it. It's a good social connection. We should just go. Just go. It'll be fun. I mean, I would just be like, that's not my thing. No, thank you. But, in but high I'll school, fuck up with you for brunch after. In high school here, I was invited to everyone's church. And I went just because it was like a social gathering. And mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to join the church. But like I would go just to hang with people. Yeah. I think she is reading too much into mm-hmm. this because she has boundary issues. Yeah, I agree. And she just needs to say no if she doesn't want to go. Yeah, I guess the question is, do you want to go? If you don't, then no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. But also, if you are okay going for just the social aspect of it, which is also totally fine, then go and just sit through an hour service and check the box and be done. Yeah. And I don't think, I think she was worried about his feelings or what his thoughts would be if she doesn't want to go to church. And I don't, I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, I, I, definitely have invited people to church that said no and i wasn't offended um yeah but again no is a complete sentence and it's okay to say no and if he's your friend he will respect that right yeah and i don't think he would be offended or weirded out if you just didn't want to go to church with him that's fine i think just say it nicely um yeah say it nicely but i mean you can just say you know church isn't really my thing don't be scared of your friends all right we got one more question to read am i being unreasonable yeah I have a one-week-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Yes, that's unreasonable. And my husband wants to go play golf this week. My mom is here helping us, and he does not get paternity leave. I'm upset that he is even thinking about playing golf so soon with a newborn, but he says that it's the same amount of hours away from home as if he was working. He does help with everything for my two-and-a-half-year-old, but I just feel like if I don't say okay to him golfing, he will just be moping around and I'm the bitch wife. Meanwhile, I'm still recovering from birth. How do all you mamas do it? If you have a golf obsessed husband, I think one week old is too soon mm-hmm. yeah. to be too going soon. to do things. Yeah. yeah. And you're on leave not to be working the same hours that you would be working in your job. You're on leave to be home caring for your wife who just had a baby and the baby and the two and a half year old. Yeah. And a, yeah, a week is just like you, 
you still have like stitches it still in hurts your vagina. Like it's you can't poop without yeah. like squirting well, water on your butt. Like well, first of all, he says that he does not get paternity leave. Even so, so like so he is going to work every day, but uh, but he's saying that the golf is the same hours yes. he'd be working, so he's taking off work to golf. Yeah. Well, I would say like or if you're going to take off, or he's going on a Saturday. Right. So either either you're could take off to spend that time at home with your wife and newborn or you spend your obviously if you're working all week you're not gonna go saturday golfing when you have a newborn at home and okay again i i know that i'm i get so much flack for always having these controversial opinions that nobody agrees with but i don't think it's a problem it's just too soon but uh, here's the counterpoint that i have her mom is in town if he's gonna if he needs to go get his jollies off and play a round of golf do it while mom is in town no, I think it's really hurtful. Like I was still on pain meds for the first two weeks after a C-section. I was still in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, but your mom was there. It doesn't. It's not the same at all. I, I needed well, Peter with me. Yeah, and okay, I, I'm sure there are special circumstances. If if your wife is in the hospital, no, you can't play golf. You're still Peter. recovering. Like you're still in sure. need. Like I can't believe so you did that. much need. <laughs> no, I know, but no, I mean, it's I, just it's once mom leaves, it's going to be all hands on deck. Here's the thing: I would judge a guy that wanted to do this over being home with his wife and one week old baby. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like a week. I think you're forgetting how fresh a week is. Like that is fresh. Peter definitely wanted to be with the baby at a week old. Okay, Goose also has children, and she has mm. an opinion. Okay. I think men process it so differently. Yeah. You know, and, and you will really hear, hear me say, oh, yeah, go with the guy. But I think in this case, if her mom is with her, yeah. maybe let him go mm-hmm. so that he can have some release in some way. That is true. I you didn't what think I mean? about that They don't have stitches too. up their butt. They don't have, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't have all that. Well, and it and takes them longer to even connect with the baby to... Right. Like they haven't had all those hormones rushing through them that right, uh, like right. automatically gives them that connection with the baby. And my husband connected with with both of our boys mm-hmm. fairly easily, but you know he wasn't in the pain that I was in. And yeah. I, just, I don't know. It, it depends on the guy, I guess, too, yeah. and, and, the, and the relationship. I think if he can go have some time away and and find some release and do something that makes him feel really good and clears mm-hmm. his mind, then he can be better when he gets back home and feel like he does have not like a way out because that seems dramatic but like that he's, that he's not just this baby has come and ruined his life and now he's stuck at home at a week we're Feel talking awkward. about oh yeah week. it's not I think the different down the road old. a week the baby is a week old but i also maybe and i don't want to look at either of you when i say this <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i feel like maybe y'all are taking your traumatic experiences and and that is affecting your opinion, which is okay. obviously fine. You well, know. I can go. My first birth was super traumatic. My second was not. Mm-hmm. My and second I, wasn't either. I did get to go home on day three with my yeah. second. And it was much easier. And both my parents were there. I would have been really sad if at a, if Peter was working 40 hours during the week, put in a commute. So he's home basically at just bedtime. Saturday. It's our first Saturday with our baby. We're all there together. And he's going to leave. I would be really sad and offended. Maybe because I know Peter wouldn't do that. And he did. Like, Peter has a really hard time with newborns. Mm -hmm. He'll probably be mad at me for saying this on here. Mm -hmm. But he kind of gets, like, postpartum. Mm -hmm. He, like, just doesn't handle screaming well. And he really sometimes needed to leave, like, just to go for a drive or a walk. And I totally understood that. Mm -hmm. But it still wasn't at a week old. And even then, it was Mm -hmm. like, maybe he'd go for, like, a drive. Yeah. A golf is all day. That's your whole Saturday. Yeah. It is. And moms just need a lot of support in that time period. 
but I also think dads do too. Yeah. No, I agree. You support and each other. Even, like Peter has, you know, his weekly poker mm-hmm. nights and things and he did those things. And when we had Luna, he was working in the film industry and he had to go back to work at some point and was working really long days, but it just wasn't, it was not that soon. Yeah. It was not at a week. Well, and maybe, okay, so maybe there's a compromise there. Maybe it's not all day golf. Maybe it's an hour going to the driving range with a friend. Why can't you wait another week? <laughs> because <laughs> what if maybe a month old? Because what if mom's gone in a week and he can't? Yeah, I mean, maybe you could compromise that. But yeah. again, kind of like Kristen says, like well, I just kind of judge the one day you're home with your family, you want to be gone all day. Well, he's got Sunday too. I guess. I mean, he'll probably be watching football and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I think that you just have to kind of default to what the mom wants and is okay with, but. There's got to be some kind of compromise. And that's another thing. The wife could be going through a lot emotionally, yeah. hormonally, physically. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to, if that'll, on the seventh day, she needs you there, you have to listen. And she shouldn't have to ask, actually. Well, and that's, I think every situation is so individual because maybe she's having the most perfect recovery. Like, you know, there are those moms that are like yeah. four days out that are like up going to the grocery store, you know, just fine and dandy. So I think it depends on the situation and how you feel emotionally, physically, all of that stuff. But it sounds like she wants him there. But you got to let him out of the house sometime. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> As always, thanks for taking our advice. Keep sending in your anonymous questions at sistersnotsaints.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Sisters Not Saints Podcast. Help the sisters out and be sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you are listening to this episode. It really helps us out. Until next time. Bye. Bye. See you next week.